0: What's happening in New York City? Zach here of Empire Sports with a podcast December 18th, 2017. We got a lot of stuff for you on a Monday after a great weekend of football. Not if you're a Jets or Giants fan though, but a great game uh, between between the Steelers and the Patriots. Uh, first, want to give a shout out to that song by the Jackson 5, I Want You Back. I love that song. That'd be a great way to open it, open the show. Uh, this is the first ever podcast uh, for Empire, Empire Sports, and uh, basically, I will be going through all your New York sports teams, maybe even a couple of New Jersey teams since we got a couple out there, and we got two New York teams who play out there. We'll be talking Mets, Yankees. We'll be talking Jets, Giants, Knicks, Nets, Rangers, Islanders, and even the Devils if you really want to. We'll talk about college basketball. College football. We'll talk about everything. We'll talk about all the big stuff in the sports trades, uh, uh, free agent signings. Uh, you name it. Anything uh, will be talked about here, uh, especially New York sports. And I want to get to the game yesterday because obviously, as a, as a as a Jet fan, uh, you watch the one o'clock game. You're not happy, of course. Your team is five and nine now, and then you got the the Giants who lose to the Eagles. But, you know, that's not really the important part of what you are watching us say. The more important game was that big game out in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. You got the the 11, going into 11-2 Pittsburgh Steelers, and you got the New England Patriots 10-3. And this game lived up to the hype. It was scheduled on the calendar by Mike Tom when he said these were the top two teams going into this game, Uh, teams that are going to be in the playoffs in the AFC Championship team. And you know what? I I won't doubt it. That we will see these two teams again going down the stretch in late January. And I know everyone's talking about this, and this has been going on throughout the league the whole year of this catch. What is a catch in the NFL? And before we start blaming, before you Pittsburgh Steelers fans, before you your New England haters like I am, start blaming, you know the refs. And and. You know, the the rules the rules and how stupid the rule book is, as you saw from the from the, the touchback of Derek Carr last night too in the Cowboys game. We can get to that later as well. But you know what? The Steelers really kicked themselves in the butt here. I know Antonio Brown was out. I know he left your a left real cast injury. Uh he's supposed to be back by the by the playoffs, by the way, so that's a good if you're a Steelers fan. But I know he was out. I know it had a big impact. But then you get Martavius Bryant and Juju smith Juicer stepped up. You're at home. This is a big game. You want to win. You win the number one seed because you know as hell you ain't not, you ain't winning against New England. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh. If you get there, you are not beating them on the road. You've got to get this number one seed. But you choked this one out, in my opinion. And Mike Tomlin, you know what, saying how, how you know after the after the press conference said he said you know we want to win the game you know what your team is up by 8 going to the 4th your team is up by five with four minutes to go. And you explain the play that Roethlisberger is doing the interception saying you're to win a game. How about when you're up by five with four to go, instead of throwing, having a three and out and being conservative with, conservative with the ball, how would you be aggressive and try to win the game there? Because as a Jet fan, and even as just a football fan in general, you see this too many times with, with Tom Brady. Anytime you get that dude with the ball with less, in the fourth quarter with less than, let's say, like four minutes to go, he's scoring no matter what. And you have Gronk, you have Rob Gronkowski, probably the greatest tight end to ever face the planet, and you leave that dude wide open all the second half, and you're going to blame the refs on this one? The dude was open. He got wide open in every play. This dude's the best receiver, tight end, in my opinion, probably the best receiver on the fucking Patriots. And you leave him wide open. And I mean, that just shows you how the greatness of the, of the, the Patriots and... Uh, Is what they've been doing for so long. And that drive, we see it all the time, Jet fans. We see it all the time with that team just coming down, coming huge late. And you know what? They score the touchdown. 56 seconds left. You got 52 seconds left. And then all of a sudden, your team looks down. The Patri- Patriots did what they do to you all the time. And then Ju-Ju Jew, Jew, Smith-Susser. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. breaks going through the field. He's breaking tackles. 69-yard run to the 10-yard line with 34 seconds left. And you can't score, Pittsburgh. You can't score. And the first place was a good run of play. Jesse James open, you know what, when I saw it first, it's a touchdown. I, you know, I don't think anybody can deny it. it, looks like a touchdown. But if you slowly look at the replay, and now whether you think what the rules is, obviously I disagree with the rule book a lot of the time. You know what, you, you kind of, as a, as a person who plays sports, you kind of get the feeling of what looks like a catch and what doesn't look like a catch. But to the rule book, this was not a catch. He he did not oh, he did not survive the ground is what the referee said basically. Um, Justin catches the ball at the one yard line. He 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 has his knee down, and what at first I thought they were reviewing was was he touched? Maybe that was what they're ruining the things along. And then I realized as he reaches for the goal line for the touchdown. He kind of loses the ball as it hits the ground. Yes, his hands are still on it, but he does lose the ball, and it's definitive that he did lose the ball. It wasn't like, it wasn't like um, you know, kind of juggle a little bit. He, he, he lost the ball for a second there, and it hit the ground. And that's where the referee saw it. As he said he said did not survive the ground. And I know he crossed the plane, but he wasn't a runner. He was still completing the catch, and that's why they ruled it back. But as I was saying before, that was not the reason why I lost the game, folks. What lost in the game was you got the next play where you throw it to, um, who oh, they showed, uh, uh, Darius Hayward, and. And he couldn't get out of bounds. You gotta throw the ball out of bounds. Now you're all now you're now is all moving. Now everyone's panicking. Do you spike the ball? Do you not? And the only person that was on page of whether it was spike or not was Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback, and Eli Roger. The only person, the only wide receiver who was actually going after the play. You look on the side, I think it was on the on the short side of the field on the bottom of the screen if you're watching the game on television. I'm pretty sure it was Juju and Demaryius Bryant. They had no idea what was going on. They didn't even move. And in that situation, and I think uh, it was was it was it Tony Romo who was I think it was Tony Romo was saying it. He was saying if you're going to run a play here, they're not going to spike it. Throw throw a fade. Don't throw a slant in the middle of the field. It was Eli Rogers versus basically the, the whole secondary of the Patriots defense. And good play. I, I forgot who tipped it up in the air, but it was intercepted by um, by uh, Darren Harden. And now is a game. Now reports was heard that. Roethlisberger was told uh in between uh in between the in between the snap after the after the uh the completion to uh uh Darius Hayward that he was said to you know fake fake snap throw the ball. Well you know what, Ben Roethlisberger, You can't blame him on that. You're a veteran quarterback, you do what you want to do, you spike the ball, you play for overtime. That's what you should have done. You should not have thrown it there, and if you were gonna throw it. Make sure it's incomplete and don't throw it in front of five guys. And that's why they lost the game. And yeah, they gotta look forward to the next two weeks. Again, the Patriots and the Steelers are both eleven and three. Now both teams have pretty easy schedules going forward. But you know, you went you Steelers, you went two. Pats lose one. You got the number one seed, baby. Depending on what Jack, um, depending on oh Jacksonville's a game behind, I think. But right now, the Pats play the uh, home against the Bills and home against the Jets, which, uh, as of you AFC fans know, uh, that is two automatic wins. But maybe the Bills, who are 8-6 right now, they come out, they beat the Dolphins. Maybe they maybe they go into New England. Or maybe the New York Jets would price petty or Christian Akenberg go into New England and beat the Patriots. But the Steelers got two easy wins, two in my opinion. They play at Houston, which is disaster right now. And they play the worst team in possibly all of sports, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we'll get to the Jets, we'll get to the Giants, maybe we we'll get to some Knicks. Uh, we got a good podcast uh, on this day, Monday, December 18, 2017. Uh, we'll be back after this. And we're back here on the podcast on a nice Monday. What's going on, New York City? And we're about to get into the Jets game. And I just want to say, I just want to say one thing. Whoever is out there wanting Todd Bowles to uh, have an extension, Um, I would like to know what the heck are you smoking? Yes, I understand that he's got. His players playing hard for him. Oh, he's got his players playing hard for him. You know what? Well, if you're not Ben McAdoo, you got your players playing hard for you. That's their job. You know, maybe not Muhammad Wilkerson because he's been mailing it in for the past couple of years. But you know what? You know what? This team is so undisciplined at some points. I have never seen a team or ever watched a game that gets as many penalties as they do. And it's not even just false starts or holdings. There's There's... Too many men, 12 men on the field penalties going on. There's uh, illegal formations. What coach has that many penalties? And, he, and everyone's like, give him an extension. you got to be kidding me, guys. Uh, obviously, the Jets lost to the Saints 31-19 this weekend. They did, they did play with the Saints uh, throughout most of the game. They did hold on, uh, hang in there with them. But overall, the better team won, New Orleans Saints. Uh, the jets go with the five and nine and I believe the saints are ten four i uh, do I'm, i apologize i do forget what their record is but they looking like they will get a playoff spot it just depends on what happens between them carolina and the and the falcons uh going forward but uh you know there's some good take take in this jet game uh i like the way that young defense played they finally committed it they finally um got a, a forced turnover uh len williams actually did something for once he got a, a interception out of anything um Jamal adams who i i love that dude got a big hit uh to force a forced turnover and buster screen has been playing well the past couple weeks after you, you know some dreadful games uh against miami gets against uh new england and against uh oh what's the oh, god i got uh, tampa and he's been—he's been, he's been playing well. He forced a nice turnover too, um, but the, you know, I think the biggest—the biggest story coming out of this game is, you know, what is Bryce Petty? I mean, uh, what I saw yesterday—it—it it, it doesn't look pretty, guys. It doesn't look—it pe- doesn't look—it doesn't look pretty for Petty. Um, I like to see him go through more games, see what this dude's got. He obviously he looks like he—he—he cannot be playing this league. It's just I don't know if I want him going forward. You know, as a big Jet fan, I'd like to see what they can get out of the, out of the draft or even for agency. There's two guys that I would want as just a Jet fan in general. I love them. You know, we'll see what what draft pick they get, but if they do get a draft pick, uh, I'd love to see Baker Mayfield. Um, whether you like him or not, the way he plays, this dude has some balls, and he's just a tough ass player. I love the way he plays. He he's he's a he gets fired up. He shows a lot of emotion, and I think he's a good guy to pick if you got him at at I think at the 10th slot right now. Uh, that's who they, that's the guy they got to get. They, they I, I mean they can sell for the def- defensive player, which they've been doing for the past couple of years. But you know what? We need a franchise quarterback, and if you're not gonna get a quarterback in this first round, you know what? Go sign Kirk Cousins. He's a free agent. Um, if I'm if I'm right, Andrew Luck is a free agent too. So maybe you know, barring injuries, you know maybe go out and get him. But I don't see anything with Petty. Hopefully, he plays well these next few games. Maybe he brings up his trade st- stock value. Maybe another team will want him for something. You know, I don't know, but I don't think he's going to be the guy going forward. And neither is Hackenberg. Uh, the, the the idea that uh, we got him second round is not making any sense. Uh, if we're not going to play him, and I don't think that dude. I haven't seen the guy play, but the fact that they haven't given him a chance shows a lot about uh, about him and what he and what he's been doing. Uh, the past couple weeks, the Jets uh, play the Chargers next week, and then they go um, to New England. Uh, they'll play the Patriots, so that sh- shouldn't be uh, uh, two games where the Jets have a good chance of winning. Um, if you are rooting for them to uh, kind of tangle for the draft, it might sit at five-eleven. They might get they might get a, a six uh, in between a five and ten pick in the draft. You know who knows. And you get you get uh slot you can slot up and you can trade for the pick or get a nice pick. So we'll see what the jets are gonna do. Um naturally it on my judge's take for today. And I'm back here uh, for the closing statements uh, for the our first podcast on December 18, twenty seventeen. I'll uh, we'll let you know what's going on tonight and what's news going around uh all of sports uh tonight you got the Knicks at uh at the Hornets. Uh we'll see if Kristaps will play. He said it's a game time decision. Uh Knicks uh, on a four game winning streak right now. Charlotte's been struggling as late, but you know, we'll see how the Knicks do on the road. Uh the Jets wave uh Jeremy Curly, uh the wide receiver who uh following his four game suspension for PEDs. Um uh Thomas Davis is suspended uh, for two games for hit on Packers' uh, Devontae Adams, and he will appeal. Uh, the Falcons are going into Tampa tonight. This game is huge. Uh, obviously, if you got Julio Jones or Mike Evans on your fantasy team, uh, but uh, this game can mean a lot going forward for the last two weeks between um, the three teams in the and the NFC South of the uh, the. Uh, the Saints, Panthers and Falcons. I think the Panthers and, and the Saints are tied right now and the Falcons are um a game and a half out. Um so this could be huge both for uh you know that division and the and the wild card. So you got a lot of stuff going on tonight. Uh the Rangers and the Islanders uh both play uh tomorrow, I believe. Uh yep. And uh that's gonna do it for our, our first podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll be doing this as much as I can. And uh, I hope you guys keep listening again, all right? Uh, have a good night, New York City, okay?